Welcome to the Message Podcast from Church of the Nazarene. We invite you to subscribe for updates and new episodes. You can find us on most major podcast outlets. Visit cotnaz.org for more info. Our worship services stream weekly on Sundays at 9 a.m. on YouTube. You can also find our live stream at cotnaz.org. Our in-person service times are 9 and 10.30 a.m. We have a campus near Harrisonburg at 1871 Boyers Road. We also have a campus in East Rockingham at 414 South East Side Highway in Elkton. In addition, our Spanish-speaking campus meets on Sundays at 11.45 a.m. at that same 1871 Boyers Road location. Check out our website, cotnas.org, for more info. Today, as we continue, uh, I'm sure if you watch any sports at all or much TV at all, you have seen an ad campaign by the insurance agency Allstate. Uh, They are called Mayhem. It's this figure that they have where he's driving a car and crashing into things. He's a best man destroying a wedding. You have seen these commercials depicting Mayhem. They, They love to remind us just how much trouble everyday life can bring us. And I got one of these clips today that just shows us even the night before Christmas is not safe from mayhem. Towards the night before Christmas when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, <laughs> except for this mouse. Decorations were hung with meticulous care. That is until I gave this lady a scare. <laughs> holiday lesson we all could learn. Protect your home with Allstate or your wallet could get burned. Carl! To all a good night. A holiday lesson we could all learn. Protect your home with Allstate or your wallet could get burned. (laughs) These commercials and this whole series, uh, it's on YouTube if you've you've not caught them, they're out there. Uh, These commercials and many more like it, they like to remind us that uncertainty can be around every corner of our lives. And I, I just, I don't know about you, I didn't need a commercial set to remind me of that. Like uncertainty has a good enough way of showing up every day in our lives. But what Allstate is doing here is that they are trying to sell us something based off of one common feeling, one shared experience, if you will, in the human story. And that is that we hate uncertainty. We don't like it. I mean, we spend a lot of energy, a lot of effort trying to lower risk, to try to mitigate, to do away with uncertainty. I mean, think about it. Uh, Life 360 on our phones now allows us to look up and know the location of our loved ones at any moment, anywhere in the world. Allstate wants to sell insurance because you might knock your Christmas tree over chasing a mouse, right? Our debit cards, they have fraud protection. Our email has virus scanners. We get live weather updates like today. It might snow. We are working to eliminate, to lower the level of uncertainty because we find it everywhere. We find uncertainty in the economy. We find it in medical charts. We find it even in our families. Uncertainty, it seems, is certainly unavoidable. As we continue in our Advent teaching series today, uh, we're going to see that for Mary and Joseph, 
the unfolding, the, the happening of the Christmas story felt no less than full-on mayhem, uncertainty. And they didn't have Allstate, by the way, to protect them. You see, what Mary and Joseph had in the Christmas story is they had, in the face of uncertainty, they had a promise and a choice. They had a promise and a choice. Would they trust God? Would they trust Him? Of course, like, we know the story, right? We get to see the end. We're not held in suspense, but as we dive in and journey with them, as the revelation was coming to this young couple, they were faced with great uncertainty. They were faced with great uncertainty. When we know the rest of the story, they didn't. They had a promise and a choice. And friends, the choice is not unlike the one that me and you face in the uncertainty of our lives. You see, they had to answer, will we trust the Lord? And that's our question today, too, in the face of uncertainty. You see, the the Christmas story, it challenges us to see that living in the will of God, living after and following Him does not mean the absence of uncertainty. Living in the will of God often means choosing faith. It means trusting His plan in the face of great uncertainty. So today, Advent 2023, Will you trust Him? Will you trust Him? In the face of your uncertainty today, will you trust Him? You see, the story of Christmas may be the best evidence that we can, that we can. Today, I want to welcome you back to our Advent teaching series, God With Us. God with us. Throughout this Christmas season, we're seeking to understand uh, the power and the meaning of the name given to Jesus in the Christmas story of Emmanuel, which Matthew translates for us as God with us. If you were to try to articulate, boil down the story and the beauty and the majesty of Christmas, uh, you could boil it down to just one word, presence. Now, not presents like wrapped boxes under a tree or new boats parked in the driveway of 8387 South Eastside Highway, which I can give you better directions to if you're interested. Not presents, though they would be great right down here on the left. Christmas is about a different kind of presence. It's about the presence of God with us, Emmanuel, God with us with us. Last week, Pastor Adrian joined us here, and and we began our series understanding and seeing the importance of Emmanuel, God with us, in the waiting. In the waiting. You see, the Christmas story, it comes after 400 years, 400 years of prophetic silence on part of the Lord. And, And while we might not experience the challenge of 400 years, we are no strangers to the challenge of waiting. I mean, waiting can be hard for four minutes at times. But you see, it's in those difficult seasons of waiting that the beauty of the promise of Emmanuel shines through because the message of Christmas shows us that we are not waiting on the Lord. We are waiting with the Lord. And presence makes all the difference in the waiting. It makes all the difference in the waiting And today, as we consider 
a presence, God with us, it's in the midst of uncertainty. It's in the midst of uncertainty. I probably don't need to show any newsreels or newspaper clips of the current affairs to convince you that our world is in a state of uncertainty. I would imagine for some of you that your world is in a state of uncertainty today. And that brings challenge, that brings difficulty, it brings choices. But today, we have the power of presence in the midst of our uncertainty. And so as we journey through this story, the question that we face today is not necessarily can we trust God, but will we? Will we? In the midst of the uncertainty, in the midst of that challenge today, will we trust Him with our futures, with our finances, with our families? Will we trust Him? The story of Christmas says we can. We can. Let's dive into the story today. Uh, We're going to be in Luke chapter 1. Uh, Luke uh, tells the story from a little bit more from Mary's perspective. And so that's where we're going to begin because Mary had to face quite a bit of uncertainty uh, that if we'll slow down and, and take a walk in her shoes, we'll see that this young lady faced a great deal of uncertainty. So we're going to begin in chapter 1 of Luke, verse 26, the uncertainty in the story. So, Verse 26 says, in in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, greetings, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. You could almost paraphrase verse 29. Mary was uncertain (laughs) what kind of greeting this might be. You see, it doesn't take long in the Christmas story for uncertainty to make its grand entrance. It shows up in the announcement of Jesus, because we're introduced here to Mary. Uh, she's a woman pledged to be married to Joseph, and culturally, I mean, we think of engagement, but culturally it was a little bit different. The betrothal period, the engagement in this culture had legal binding status. So legally, on paper, if you will, it was as if they were married and they were waiting for the wedding celebration for it to be final. And that, and that detail is going to come back to be important here in just a little bit. Uh, so, although the wedding hadn't taken place, it's as if they're married. They've got plans. And yet, into this moment, into this story, Mary gets a visit, quite the visit, from Gabriel, a messenger from the Lord. And in all of his presence and his glory, Mary hears the lingo in his words of the Old Testament of former prophets. She, her ears are tuned to hear that something big is happening. And what we see in this text is that the uncertainty must have been on her countenance because Gabriel stops the announcement to address her fear. And that's where he goes next. In verse 30, he says, the angel said to her, don't be afraid. I mean, how did Mary look in that moment for the angel to go, oh, I better address this first or she ain't gonna hear nothing. Don't be afraid. Mary, you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son. You are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord will give him the throne of his father, David. 
and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. You see, we talked about the waiting, right? We talked about the waiting of 400 years of silence, but what we begin to see is that that waiting had not dulled the promises of God. Mary was still leaning in and still believing because when she heard this, she knew that this was not just a celestial gender reveal party. This was the coming of a Savior. She was anticipating the moment. And she goes, her question to him is, how will this be? That's verse 34. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth Your relative is going to have a child in her old age, and she who is said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word from the Lord will ever fail. Mary had a few questions. (laughs) How will this be? How's this going to work? Like, I understand the birds and the bees, and that hasn't happened yet. How's this going to work? We see in her questioning that that she isn't asking, uh, she's not grasping for certainty. She's just asking a mechanics question. Like, what's the details here? All right, how's this going to work? And I love her, love Gabriel's answer. This blessed me this week when I picked up on it in prep. She asked, how's this going to work? The promise I'm in, what's going to happen? And Gabriel says, presence. (laughs) presence. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will come. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. Presence in the midst of uncertainty. And friends, that made all the difference in, for Mary's story. And that shows us a truth today that Emmanuel, God with us, always makes the difference in uncertainty. Presence. Her response is simply, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. And then the angel left her. A choice and a promise. Mary, in this moment, she chose faith in the face of immense uncertainty. She chose faith. With her answer, uh, historically and culturally, she is literally putting her life on the line. And, And this is where we need to slow down and walk with her in this story. You see, because in the, in the culture, in remembering that she's legally married, we unpacked that just a moment ago, she's betrothed, she's committed to her husband. If she's found pregnant, uh, she can be uh, found guilty of adultery, which is punishable by death. Her family's going to find out. This is honor-shame culture, right? As the family finds out, she's going to be shunned. They're going to disown her. She won't be welcome at home, and she's not going to be welcome at church. And what in the world is Joseph going to say? (laughs) He's got his own uncertainties now, right? And thankfully, Matthew records his side of the story for us. Let's turn back to the Gospel of Matthew to chapter 1 at verse 18. Here's Joseph's perspective. It says, this is how Jesus the Messiah was born. 
His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph, but before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. Let's walk with Joseph a minute. Can you imagine the uncertainty that crashed onto the shore of his story? Mary came to him with a baby bump and a story about some angel. It had to sound suspect. It had to. Joseph knows how this stuff works. He knows it's also not him. What's he supposed to do? He's revealed to us as a righteous man, so he, he wants to honor the Lord. He, he loves the Lord and follows his law, but he, he loves Mary and knows that it's a lot on the line for her. What's he supposed to do? Lord, why me? Uncertainty. Uncertainty seemed to wreck Joseph's perfectly laid plans, didn't it? Through the misunderstanding and the pain, Joseph, he just wants out. How can I honor you, Lord, and how can I protect her and send her on her way? But Joseph, he's interrupted. He's interrupted. When his dreams were seemingly shattered by the mayhem of uncertainty, presence breaks through. Let's continue in verse 20. He says, as he considered this, man, he's mulling this thing over. An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David. The angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her is conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you, my boy, (laughs) you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. The promise of presence in the midst of uncertainty changes everything. When Joseph woke up, He did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary as his wife. Joseph had a promise. He had a job to do. And he had a choice. By all accounts we have in Scripture, which is is few, but by all accounts we have, Mary and Joseph, they were living right. They're living for the Lord. They knew His Word. They trusted Him. They ordered their lives around worship at the temple. And, but what we see there is that none of those things shielded them from facing uncertain times. And we can sometimes read past this story because we know how it ends. But in those moments as this is unrolling slowly, there had to be doubt. It had to be terrifying. In the story of Christmas, it's challenging us today to see that living in the will of God, following after Him does not mean the absence of uncertainty. It doesn't mean the absence of uncertainty. Rather, it means that we can be sure because of the promise of Emmanuel, God with us. When everything is swirling around in uncertainty in our world, in our lives, in our families, Emmanuel, God with us. That's the promise of Christmas. That's the beauty of Christmas. You ever wonder what would have happened if Mary and Joseph said no? (laughs) I mean, there again, we know the story, right? But let's just rewind. Let's slow down. Let's walk. 
What if they said no? How natural would it have been seemingly uh, for Mary to have a response something like this? Gabriel, oh, considering it, man, Gabriel, like, thanks. But I, I, like, I've been waiting for this wedding day for a long time. I mean, we have the venue, going to be over at Rivercrest. Hanks is coming, boy, that brisket's going to be right. My dress is picked out. Oh, it's so pretty. I mean, Joseph, boy, he's, he's working on the house. He's hitting up Lowe's. And honestly, like, this would ruin all of that. And Lord, like, you know, I could be killed for this. I just, I just don't think I'm your girl for this. That's the choice she faced. That's the choice. What, what about Joseph? <laughs> Boy, conceived by the Holy Spirit. What do I look like to you, an idiot? I don't think so. What am I going to say? Like, I can't go on with this. They had a choice. They had a choice. It's amazing to me. <laughs> when you slow down and walk the journey with this young couple, the level of uncertainty they faced in their yes to the Lord. They trusted God. They trusted. You see, what stands out to me is they weren't wrestling with the question, can we trust God? They had settled that. Because we, we got to start there right? We've got to determine that. Can I trust God? They had settled that. And the question that Mary and Joseph were wrestling with was one of the most important questions that any of us will ever face in uncertainty. Will we trust God? Will you? Will you? One thing is certain, and that's uncertainty but we have the promise of presence in Christ. Because it, uncertainty, boy, it comes in all shapes and sizes, doesn't it? Just go watch the Mayhem series. <laughs> uncertainty comes in all shapes and sizes. Sometimes it's going to hit us in the gut out of nowhere. Sometimes it's going to cause us to doubt God's plan. Sometimes we just will have to laugh because we can't wrap our minds around what's going on. But all the while... No matter what uncertainty looks like, we are called to trust, to trust. Uh, I want to share a, a lighthearted story with you today uh, through video of a woman named Heather uh, who is learning this lesson of trust in the midst of uncertainty as she is called, of all things, to play Mary in her local church play. Let's watch. This is the story of a ragtag bunch of church members who set out to perform a Christmas play, and the director who tried his hardest to just keep it all together. The glory of Christmas. Hi, my name's Joel. I'm the director of our church play, The Glory of Christmas. This is my 12th year. We're okay. Just the stained glass window. It's going great. Uh, the only thing that we lacked was uh, someone to play the role of Mary up until yesterday. But then I found her, and she, she's perfect. 
I got the Roller Mary because I'm 31 weeks pregnant. Yep, two kids in college and then, surprise! We're just so, we're so full of joy. I, I can't act, Joel. There's no way I can sell this. No, 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 not true. Your audition was fantastic. How can it be me? How can I be highly flavored by God? Did I just say flavored? Why can't I stop talking about food? Uh, it's perfect. Oh, hey, you're, you're Joseph. Mm-hmm. I'm Heather. I play Mary, your wife. Oh! Mm-hmm. I remember you. Oh? You play Bunko with my mom. You know, what is Bunko? Mm -mm. It's nice mm -mm. to meet you. Mm -mm. You must mentally sink into her situation. Yes, yes. Go spend the night in a barn somewhere. The hay will trigger something deep within you. Yeah, it'll trigger something. Trigger something that don't need a hand in histamine. Mm. This is good. Ooh. I'm the least likely person to play Mary, let alone deliver the Son of God. I'm a middle-aged former soccer mom. And the truth is that this baby disrupted some pretty amazing plans we had for our lives. Things we've been looking forward to for years. Okay, Mary and Joseph, let's take it back to scene 11. Scene 11, please. Maybe that's how Mary felt. Maybe people stared, unsure of what to tell her. Maybe she doubted. Maybe she doubted, even though God told her not to fear. And then she trusted. She trusted, she trusted that what God was doing would bring the greatest kind of joy if she would just, just let go, let go of her plans, her questions, and... There we go. Just let the good shepherd carry you. Good shepherd carry me. <laughs> Let the good shepherd carry you. Let the good shepherd carry you, friends. That's the miracle of Christmas. Presence in the midst of our uncertainty. As the band makes their way forward, what would that look like for you today? In the midst of your uncertainty, to lean in to presence, to find comfort, not in how we can mitigate it, not in how we can make it go away, but to find our ultimate peace, our ultimate assurance for tomorrow in His presence. What would that look like for you today? And look, like there's nothing we can do to know the future. 
I get that. But the beauty of Christmas, the promise of Emmanuel, is that God's already in the future. What does that truth alone change about your uncertainty today? Let the good shepherd carry you. Emmanuel, God with us. Maybe you're here today and, and you, in the face of your uncertainty, you're still asking the first question. You're still asking the question, can I trust God? And friends, we have to start there. <laughs> we have to settle that. Because if we can't land there, if we can't center on trusting God, we can't move on. We have no hope for uncertainty. So maybe that's where you start today. As you hear the story of Christmas and you go, okay, okay, I, I, I trust you. I trust you. You see, if we can't settle there, if we can't settle that first question, James, much later in the New Testament, he says, uh, talking about seeking wisdom, seeking the Lord, he says, when you ask, you must believe. You must settle this thing and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea tossed and blown back and forth by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all that they do. You see, we have to settle this first question. Can I trust God? And if we don't start there, we're going to be tossed between trying to figure this uncertainty out on our own and what we can pull off, and then we'll be pulled back. Well, let me, let me try a little bit of trusting God's promises. We can't do both. Settle it today in your hearts to trust the Lord. You see, we have the beauty of the rest of the story. We know Jesus' life, his death, his resurrection, that in him he has come that we can find life. Friends, that solidifies and magnifies the beauty of the story of Christmas, that presence was him to save us and to be with us. You can trust him. You can trust him. You can trust him. Maybe today you're, you're wrestling with that. Maybe you've settled that question. But the uncertain times that have crashed upon the shores of your life have you wondering what to do. Maybe doubt has crept in or questions just keep coming. Will you embrace the story of Christmas today, the promise of presence in the midst of your uncertainty? Will you trust him? And friends, this is, this is a question that I think we have to answer often because uncertainty just keeps coming around the bend. Like, as I think about being a parent, I'm, I'm only four years into this thing, but, but I can tell you there's a lot of uncertainty in children, right? Especially when you're responsible for them. Grandparents, you know this. Parents. And so, like, this is a question for me in my heart because I look at the, I got the news feed just like y'all do, and I wonder, like, what world is my daughter going to live in? Life 360 ain't going to fix it all. And so we have these questions, these fears, these doubts of, will our kids be safe? Will they be provided for? Will they be persecuted for their faith? But you see, I, I have to answer this question. 
I have to trust the promise that Emmanuel is with me in this moment. He's with us now, and Emmanuel is going to be true for her. What would that choice look like in your uncertainty today? Trust him. Trust him. Trust him. You're not alone in your uncertainty today. He is with you. That's Emmanuel. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you today for who you are. Lord, just the, the, the promise of your name that, that you were to call him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Lord, Joseph, he heard that. But Lord, we get to see it. And more than that, Lord, you invite us to experience that reality. And, and Lord, we get to experience Emmanuel, God, with us through the Holy Spirit that, that we never live, breathe, think, sleep, act, anything else alone because you are with us so Lord today help us to settle that if we're still being tossed to and fro in our uncertainty whether we can trust you whether you're good whether you have those interests Lord may we be struck by the story of Christmas and your goodness that you left the throne room of heaven to be born in a stable in a barn and laid in a feeding trough that's the extent of your goodness that's how far you went to love us all the way to the cross we can trust you and lord today in the midst of the uncertainties i don't know what they are in the room today lord but you do you do and so, God, I just ask that the power of presence would bring comfort today. As we, your people, as we take that step of faith to say, Lord, it's uncertain. I don't get it. I've got questions, but I'm going to today trust you. Lord, will you just affirm that in our heart of hearts through your presence, Lord? We claim the promise knowing that it's true. Emmanuel, God with us midst of our uncertainty and Lord we claim Emmanuel in the uncertainty of the unknown of tomorrow Lord for our lives for our children's lives for our grandchildren's lives Lord I want to today choose to trust in Emmanuel we love you today and it's in your name that we pray amen let's stand and worship Thank you so much for listening today. You can email us at info at cotnaz.org for any questions about our church. When you're done listening today, please subscribe to this channel for updates and new episodes.